Have information concerning Carlisle expedition. Stop. Need reliable investigative team. Stop. Arrive January 15. Stop. Signed, Jackson Elias. The Gaming Grunts present Masks of Nyarlathotep, a Call of Cthulhu campaign. Session 13, Lucky 13. Last time, you visited with Mickey Mahoney. That was on Tuesday, February 3rd of 1925. Uh, you then also then went back to Inspector Barrington. And today is now Wednesday, February the 4th. <coughs> and you have an appointment at, I believe I said 12 o'clock, 10 o'clock? I think I said 10 o'clock. With uh, Director Gavigan at the Penhue Foundation. So, it is a nice, well, relatively speaking, nice morning, kind of brisk. You're in your hotel, the, uh, the, um, oh dear, what was that? <laughs> Someplace? Uh, Savoy. 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 Yeah. Savoy. Yes. Five of you are sharing a suite. I'm by myself. Flash is by himself. Kind of, you know. How did that happen? <laughs> well, damn Frenchman was giving our location out to everyone, and I just don't like, uh, you know, Letting everyone know where I am. A little, little paranoid that way. Your fans might mob your room. <laughs> Wanted to give another option to them. <laughs> well, you know, since your fans, you know, since you've been naked once already, you know, you, those fans, those groupies <laughs> just. So, I was kind of curious about where we're going to be meeting with this Gavigan guy, but uh, Frenchman said he wanted to do all the talking. Well, too bad. He's got, <laughs> he's got a frog in his throat. <laughs> so, or frog leg, or frog leg. So, are you going to do anything before you head over to the Penny Foundation? Well, uh, I suggest that uh, probably want to minimally arm yourselves just in case. I don't trust this guy. Minimally, what does minimally arm yourself mean? Uh, I don't know. Uh, do we Shot, have any shotgun, dynamite? <laughs> Uh, Potato mashers. Anyone have any uh, uh, iron iron fist, brass knuckles, anything like that? And some Hank does, but he's got uh, he's got serious case of indigestion right now. Okay. You could probably borrow it from him. Maybe someone should borrow it. That's not a bad idea. What's going on? Brass knuckles. You're ar- they're arming knuckles. themselves before heading off to the pen to, to visit this nice museum and meet oh. this director. They're going to arm themselves. Oh. I think it's always good just to be a. Is there a problem with me bringing my pistol? I don't like this, this Gavigan guy. If you want to bring your pistol, you can, sure. Okay. Hopefully there are no metal detectors. Did they have metal detectors there? I forgot about this turn. Good question, maybe. I'll borrow the brass knuckles. What's the harm? Okay, you got them. Handsome Hank says, do you need an instruction manual? <laughs> Just show me which direction to put them on. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you get the, 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 he says, this is a right-handed model. You, you're not left-handed, are you? No. That's good. <laughs> That's good to know. Okay, you can have, I mean, you, you, can, you can all carry pistols, if you like. It's cold. You're wearing heavy, you know, heavy coats. Um, no long arms, no rifles or shotguns. Okay. Okay. You heading over to the foundation? You know, I think I'll go with you, too. I'll just try to keep a little quiet. <laughs> Just in case this Gavigan doesn't like my truthiness. <laughs> Let's Did bring some of the bother? artifacts also. Okay. What are you bringing? What are you? Bring? Okay, that's a good point. What are you? What are you actually going to bring with you? Take the cards out so that I know which one. What you actually have with you? You can have them concealed. Well, more or less. But mm-hmm. I've got uh, one well, wooden headpiece. I think okay. we might need to bring a, uh, a chest. That's fine. You can you can pack it up. I just I just want to know what you're bringing with you. Well, we have a wooden headpiece. There are some things that we don't have cards for. Uh oh! If you don't tell me, because I should have made them. For did uh, did I thought did, I made did it someone put more stuff in my? I, I seem to have an abundance <laughs> of uh, items here that I. I don't remember oh, I picking see. all of yeah. them. Oh, you have some of the them. The headband of gray metal, the wooden scepter with the oh, Egyptian-like... Oh, okay. you had them? All right, well, <laughs> then you should have the cards. Copper bowl. Copper bowl. I've been, I've been okay. studying these. Okay. okay. 
I have a wooden headpiece and a wooden full face mask. Spain, do you have anything with you? No? I don't think I ever had anything. <laughs> <laughs> when they became apparent in one of our previous episodes, uh, oh, I, I, I stashed them aside. Good plan. All right, so you're bringing with you... I'm bringing... Uh, a wooden full face mask. mask and, yeah, I don't need to bring my okay. folks with Okay. And one of the headpieces. What are you bringing, uh, Professor Weber? <clears throat> the copper bowl, the gray metal headband, the wooden scepter with Egyptian like hieroglyphs and Spike the headpiece. And, and I'm sorry? And the wooden headpiece. One, uh, another wooden headpiece. Yeah. Okay. Are they both the same, do you remember? Yes. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to leave one at home then. If we don't so, okay. Them, yeah. Leonie, do you have any of the special things you found that you're going to bring with you? Or, or you and leave the rest in your hotel room? I don't have anything. You don't have anything? No, no, uh, no the index book. cards? Just a book? Oh, okay. Well, you leave, bring that with you or leave that behind? We'll bring the one that's book. under Apple Care. I beg your pardon. That's just with the extended warranty. I see. Okay. <laughs> we'll check the serial numbers. Might as well bring it. I mean, there's no harm in bringing it. Okay. Uh, and yeah, uh, so you'll bring your pistol, but not your shot, shotgun. Yeah, right? it's okay. All right. <clears throat> Just in case nefarious cultists jump you at this nice museum in the middle of London. Hey, well, you know, things have happened. The problem is, uh, you know, we're on his terms. Anyone can find out that we're coming. Just don't. Just want rather be prepared than not prepared. <laughs> There's a map. Yeah, it's a map of London. Oh, that's right. You haven't been here for the last. I haven't time. been here in forever. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, this is a 2002 map, so it's so it's a little more up. It's a little more up to date. Um, big, big streets were probably already there, though. Yes, it, in terms of the locations, Kensington, St James Park. That's you know. just cool. So actually, the Savoy is on here, I believe. Who would think? The station names. In any case, um, all right. So you have what you have. Any other precautions you want to take? Trail of bread comes behind you. <laughs> tie a bit of string to the hotel door and reel it out behind you. I, I, not no, I don't think so. SPF 50 sunscreen. You really think I am paranoid, don't you? Bulletproof Right. Okay. So, getting to South, getting to the Penhu Foundation is not a problem. You take a taxi over over land. Because Professor Weber has some trouble with the underground. Yeah. Still. <laughs> Still. Okay. Um, but fortunately, Handsome Hank is staying behind, so he doesn't, you know, so you all can just fit into one cab and uh, <clears throat> head over there. So the uh, Penhu Foundation is in South Kensington. That's over in this area off on the map. It's a very, very nice area. Very, uh, very good streets, uh, you know, well-maintained, so there's not a lot of bumps in the road. Um, trees... Uh, very, very nice buildings. The Penhu Foundation building itself is, as I've said before, it's um, two stories tall, although you can tell there's probably a basement based on the windows that you can kind of see around the base of the foundation. It is completely surrounded by an iron gate. You know, so it, you have the front, which is on the street, and then as soon as you get to the side of the building, you, you now start getting iron fence or iron grill. It goes all the way around the back. There is a, a uh, gate in the back for trucks to make deliveries, you can see that there is a, uh, a back door there. And uh, you can also see a coal, what looks like probably is a coal chute for heat. Hmm. Hey, Payne, uh, when we uh, pay the cab, uh, why don't you give him some uh, extra money to have him wait around for us? Just in case we need to make a fast getaway, if you know what I mean. No problem, but you know these guys. They're not very reliable. Even when you pay them to sit, they often take off to just try to squeeze in one more. Uh, but we'll give it a shot. So we give him... A very sizable amount of money and ask him to remain parked near the back gate. Near the back gate? Yeah. All right, Governor. Near the back gate, you say? All the way there. I just have a sneaky suspicion it'll be easier to get out that way. <laughs> and uh, if you're here when we come out, there'll be more for you. Yeah. I like spending his money. Oh. <laughs> Jolly good. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Indeed. Have a nice day. Okay, so you go in the front door. Actually, you walk up the steps to the front door. Very, very nice marble steps. Big doors. There's a doorman there. The doorman opens the door for you. Good day, gentlemen. Good day. Hello. We have an appointment to see Director Governor. Of course you do. Please, uh, uh, you can uh, uh, ask at the front desk. That's the doorman sitting there. You walk in the door. 
Very, very, again, a very nice floor, very nice building, nice wood paneling, uh, carpets, uh, electric lights. Um, there's a big, big, you know, reception desk. There's a secretary or a, a receptionist, whatever, behind it. Looks, looks like kind of a big guy. Good day, gentlemen. How can I help you? Well, you, I'm going to be quiet here, remember? Uh, I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we're looking for your lesson. Uh, we, we, we have an appointment uh, with uh, Director Gavignon. Oh, of course. Let me check. Consult something. Yes, very good. Oh, please, won't you wait here for just a moment while I inform the director? He gets on the phone. Mr. Gavigan's appointments are here. No, 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 you can hear what he's saying. He's not trying to hide it. So what you have in the uh, foundation building, from what you can see in the foundation area, um, so you're kind of in a big sort of a square reception area. There's a big desk there. There's a couple of doors off to the sides. There's some rooms kind of behind, sort of behind you to the corners. So like you came... We passed a couple of doors. Yeah, as you, as you walked up the stairs, you passed some windows on the side, which had rooms in them. There's one long central corridor straight down, uh, straight down behind the desk, and there are doors on the sides of the corridors. So you've kind of, and it looks like it goes all the way straight to the back door. From what you can tell, it looks like it's, this building just has the one corridor and rooms on the side. Uh, there is, yeah, you don't see any obvious stairs to the to the upstairs, but maybe they're in. Maybe they're off a side corridor. Who knows? Um, so a secretary or another person will come out of one of the rooms and will come back down to you for. And uh, this, uh, it's a, it's a lady. She will say, uh, "Please, won't you come this way, sirs?" Certainly. Okay. She takes you back down the main corridor, past the desk. Um, there's one door on the right side. And that's opened, and that's a waiting room. There is a secretary desk. It's a fairly large room, a little larger than you might expect for a waiting room, which is to say the map is kind of interesting. <laughs> um, there's one further door behind it, and the secretary then opens that door, and that appears to be Mr. Gavigan's office. <clears throat> it's very, very nice. Um, wood paneling, again, carpets, very, very nice chairs. Um, so as you're going in, you go in, and off to the left is that's sort of the long axis of the room. The desk is at the, long, is at the far end. Behind it, you can see three other smaller doors, maybe like closet doors. Um, there's a big safe, you know, the old Victor um, Victorian-style, you know, older safes. Really, really, I mean, we're talking big, you, you know, you think of like a, a credenza or an armoire size. Okay. That's how big a safe it is. The door is actually a little bit open. It's like it's, you know, just... And you know, opened and then just kind of left without actually closing it. Can't see anything in and off. off okay. Uh, Mr. Edward Gavigan. I have a picture. That is not him. Where is that? There we go. Edward Gavigan. Uh, he appears to be in his 50s. He's very well dressed. He has a wristwatch on his wrist, which is kind of a new fangled thing. <laughs> no fault. No, yeah, he has no pocket. It's not a pocket watch. It's a wristwatch. Well, Mr. Gavin, uh, we are. I'm uh, Dr. Weber, and uh, these are my colleagues. We're here following a series of mysterious events that seem to revolve around the Carlisle expedition, on which I believe uh, Sir Aubrey and Hugh uh, embarked. Yes, uh, please sit down. Uh, would you like coffee or tea? Uh Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll have some coffee. Coffee, yes. Tea. 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 Right? Lemon? Milk? Sugar? Milk? Sugar. Milk? Sugar. Thank you. He pushes a little intercom button and relays the order. Um, yes. How, uh, I believe that you, uh, when you made the appointment, you did wish to speak of the Carlisle expedition. Yes. A, a friend of ours, uh, Mr. Jackson Elias, um, contacted us in January past and indicated that he had some information concerning the Carlisle expedition. He believed that not all the members of the expedition had died, as, as was reported. Really? Indeed. Unfortunately, before he could meet with us to relay this information, he was 
apparently hunted down and killed by cultists from a cult of the bloody tongue. Hmm. I don't believe I've heard of that name before. All of this happened in New York. We investigated this cult and aided the police in eliminating their presence in New York City. However, uh, we found other artifacts in that investigation. Indeed. Linked to perhaps two other cults. Yes. Of which we've heard. One, we believe, might be operating here in London and responsible for a series of deaths that have been reported on in various news outlets. I see, yes. I was wondering if you could tell us uh, if you know anything of a Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. Uh, I believe the Brotherhood uh, did exist as a cult uh, in the ancient Egyptian, ancient past of Egypt, um, but uh, I believe somewhere during either the somewhere during the first uh, first interregnum that uh, the, the cult was thoroughly stamped out. And as far as I'm aware, there are no uh, that cult uh, has remained in the past. Well, nearly a century ago, we found writings that indicate that a Montgomery Crompton here in London was a member of this cult, and modern. This series of, of murders, what is it, 24 now, uh, that have occurred seem to match the, the traditions of, of this cult. So we believe it to be alive and well, if hiding in the city today. Hmm. Um, what, where, where did you get the information about the cult practices? <clears throat> then, uh, uh, as, as a professor, I've have uh, extensive library access uh, at university libraries in the United States, and we've been uh, searching for uh, any documents we can find. But, uh, we've, we've had tremendous luck with the help of the university library at Harvard and at other institutions. I see. Now, I'm, I'm wondering if you'd be able to help us, given that, uh, well, first of all, um, our friend Elias's murder was linked to a cult that may be tied to the, the groups that murdered the Carlisle expedition. And secondly, we, we feel that uh, we may be able to provide some assistance to investigate the murders that are happening here in London today. Um, well, I mean, have you spoken to the police about the murders? I'm sure they would uh, be uh, <coughs> pleased of any assistance that they could we have. We have a contact in Scotland Yard who's helping us uh, to find some information. I see. Um, well, I'm not exactly sure what I can say. I mean, I, I first of all, let me express my condolences at the loss of Mr. Elias. And I'll make psychology rolls, by the way. Jackson Elias's name, mm -hmm. you thought you kind of detected maybe his, maybe there was a little twinge of recognition, but if there was, it was hidden very, very quickly. Dr. Weber, you sound like as if you... That's me. No. Uh, I'm Mr. Gavigan. Dr. Gavigan, uh, you sound like you know Jackson Elias. Um, well, he did speak to me... Uh, some time ago, I believe it was around January, uh, he did ask about uh, Sir Aubrey's participation in the Carlisle expedition. What did he ask? Uh, so you guys only discussed, or you two only discussed Sir Aubrey's. Can you exp uh, expand on what you guys were talking about? Uh, well, let me see. It, it has been a while. Uh, as I recall, what we. Uh, I spoke with Mr. Elias uh, with information just related to him, the story of the expedition, as, um, as I've mentioned 
many times before. Um, as I recall, Roger or Carlisle um, obtained information about a period of time in the past in ancient Egypt, I believe Fourth Dynasty. Um, he got it from a mysterious African woman who uh, I never had the chance to meet. Um, and this was a period in time that Sir Aubrey was very interested in. Very, very, not, not a lot of records for that period exist. And so it was intriguing to Sir Aubrey. Um, there was rumors of some sort of magician or wizard sorcerer that um, was supposed to have ruled the Nile Valley. Of course, you know that not all parts of the Nile were controlled by Egypt at that time. So there were certainly areas that could have been under uh, influence by some tribal magician, perhaps. Um, but I'm afraid, gentlemen, the information seemed proved to be a bit of a hoax. Um, once they got to Egypt, the African woman disappeared and took with her all of the expedition's ready cash, um, about 3,500 British pounds. And uh, we're all men of the world. Gabi uh, Carlyle did not really think the money is very significant, but he was very, very disappointed at the, uh, the loss or the, the fleeing of his lover. After that... Um, wait, wait, wait. He was involved with the woman? Yes, I okay, believe so. That, that had not been clear. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I believe it was Miss Masters who was afraid of, be afraid of the coming heat from the Egyptian summer. And so... Uh, being uh, desirous to uh, maintain her own health and the health of the party, uh, especially Rod uh, Carlyle's, I believe it was Miss Masters that suggested that they go to spend the summer in Kenya, where it would be cooler. Higher up, of course. <laughs> Plus, it would give her uh, a chance to take photographs with her equipment, with, her long, with the long lens that uh, she had acquired. Where can you find money? Where are any photographs <laughs> sent back? I'm afraid not. All of the uh, expedition's records were lost when the, the party, of course, as you know from the newspaper stories, they entered uh, territory that they should have left uh, alone, and I'm afraid they paid for it with their lives. Uh, Mr. Gavkin, uh, it's uh, got a nice place here. I like it very much. Uh, we don't usually see this uh, kind of artistry in <coughs> the architecture over in the States. Can, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about... <coughs> The activities of the Penny Foundation? Oh, uh, well, we are a philanthropic organization. We deal mostly with uh, Egyptology. We have financed a number of expeditions uh, to Egypt to record, uh, to dig, to record, catalog, and bring back artifacts. Some of them, of course, we must share with the British Museum and the Egyptian Museum in Cairo. But uh, we're able to bring back a number of interesting artifacts mm -hmm. of our own. And, uh, you personally, uh, Mr. Gavigan, uh, what's what do you find? Uh, what's the zeal behind this uh, educational uh, research that you do? Are you a oh, big Egyptologist? Uh, or is Egyptologist it just a and philanthropic and, for you? No, 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 not philanthropic. It's uh, the the quest for knowledge, the desire to find, the desire for history, to recreate history. Are you a church going man? Of course, Z of E. Oh, very good. Very good. Uh, I, I would love to uh, photograph uh, your uh, foundation uh, uh, while we're here. Uh, take it, uh, take these photographs back to the States. Could we arrange something like that for later in the week? Uh, photographs of the building? or of Oh, the... yes. You've got a beautiful edifice here. Uh, I don't see that that would be a problem. Oh, very good. I could uh, arrange with some of my staff to uh, supervise. Professor, you, you continue. I'm just looking at this architecture. Well, it's, it's quite nice. <laughs> we, we, we had, I, I confess, also um, some some hope that you might be able to help us in identifying some artifacts that we came across in investigating this cult in New York City. Well, certainly. Uh, we've, we've brought several with us. If maybe uh, you or a member of your staff could take some time with us this afternoon to, to go over them. Um, we're puzzled how they wound up hands of this cult in New York? Um, well, certainly, uh, I would be more than interested to see. Actually, let me call in one of the uh, librarians, uh, catalogers. She goes to the intercom and uh, 
after a short period of time. A little um, bit of tea. Uh, yes, well, yes, the tea has arrived. Tea and coffee has arrived. Um, so uh, a lady comes back. Actually, it's the same one who escorted you. Um, Gav- Ms. Gavigan introduces her as uh, Miss Helen Colston. She says that she is a librarian here and also a, a, an Egyptologist. Colston, C-O-U-L-S-T-O-N. So what are you showing the two of them? Um, we have these these four. We'll start with the, the headpiece that was, I believe, the, the Cult of the Bloody Tongue. Uh, oh, no, this was a... Well, this appears uh, African in uh, origin, I would say. Yeah, as, as you can tell. And this was the, the cult that had murdered our friend Jackson Elias and, and we originally were tracking. But um, interestingly, we found these three artifacts seemingly of different origin uh, in the possession of the cult. We have um, the wooden scepter, the, the okay. gray metal headband, and the uh, copper uh, There should be a page reference, I think. If not, then I need to go searching. Let's see if it's on the back. Oh, 21. Yes, uh, 38. 38. Uh, so and uh, we have a, a wooden full mask here, front page 39, too. Wooden full. Okay. And I, I don't have a page number for the headband, but free metal. Okay. Uh, no, I know where. The, okay. Oh, do you? I know where they are. Uh, oh, okay. So, um, right. So the mask, the, the full face mask uh, is very clearly African in origin. Um, well, isn't Egypt in Africa? Yes. These are more um, <coughs> from, from the darker the darker portions of Africa, shall we say. Ah, okay. Um, <coughs> the bowl itself... Um, Again, the mask, he says, uh, uh, clearly African in origin. He says, um, it is very interesting. He's not quite sure exactly what part of Africa it would be from. Um, he suggests that at that point, you, you know, if you need further identification, you probably would need to go to a museum to, um, to have it further uh, analyzed or investigated, whatever. Uh, the bowl itself. Um, he's not quite sure what the runes are. Um, again, he says this does not particularly look Egyptian in origin. Uh, not quite sure where it could be from. Um, the wooden scepter with the hieroglyphics. Uh, he can... Uh, okay. Right, so the, the he's able to read the runes, the hieroglyphs on the side, what it says is Nyambe, that's N-Y-A-M-B-E, <coughs> thy power mine. <coughs> again, the, the, the wood is clearly uh, baobab, which is, again, African in origin. <coughs> He's a little bit, he seems like he might be, you know, you're showing these very clearly non-Egyptian artifacts to him. <coughs> these appear more um, further uh, non-Egyptian in origin, so I'm a little curious where you're finding the Egyptian connection in all this. Well, um, I'm, I'm glad that you could read the, the uh, runes on this scepter. We, we thought that they looked like Egyptian hieroglyphs. Yes, uh, yes, they are. And uh, Slightly uh, old, older dialect, but yes. Thus the Egyptian connection. I see. Um, this com- combined with uh, information that we found uh, of a, this co- brotherhood of the brotherhood of the black pharaoh mm-hmm. and, um, leads us to believe that that uh, people following in the footsteps of this Montgomery Crompton had in fact crossed the the Pacific to, uh, across the Atlantic to. Uh, New York. Hmm. And, uh, 
it was our suspicion that, that this, this scepter was one of the artifacts of that cult that they brought with them. Well, they are all uh, very interesting. The only one that, with clear Egyptian ties that I recognize uh, would be this particular scepter. So no information on this headband of, of gray metal? Uh, oh, the headband, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, no, he has no... Uh, no idea what that could be. Well, thank you very much for taking a look at these. Yeah, you're more than welcome. Have you heard of this name, Nyambe? Uh, Nyambe. Um, I believe it is some one, uh, some sort of tribal deity. Mm. Again, that's more. It, it right. is interesting that uh, an African deity would be be written using Egyptian hieroglyphs, but, uh, yeah. So you, you say then that, so if I can recapitulate some of what you said, you said that yes. Mr. Elias, that Elias was killed, and that you have, um, in, in some senses, have you avenged his death, would you say? <coughs> well, we, we assisted in the investigation, <coughs> uh, the, uh, and were able, with the police, I think, it's fair to say, avenge his death. I see. Oh, um, I'm sure Elias is very appreciative uh, of that wherever he may be right now. It, it, it also seems that this cult um, had etchings and, and carvings of the Kikuyu tribe on uh, in, in their lair. And, um, and it, it seems that the Kikuyu tribe was credited with the discovery of the remains, and, and since the, the the helpers in, in recovering the fact of the death of the Carlisle expedition, um, and the Nandi tribe was blamed. Uh, yes, I believe that was mentioned in the newspapers. Um, I, I think that perhaps they have, may have been framed, uh, and that the Kikuyu tribe might, might be to blame, uh, given their ties to this cult in New York that took the life of our dear friends. Do you believe they, are, they were Kikuyu in origin? Uh, we do. I'm, uh, I'm curious. Uh, it sounds like you're uh, up on a lot of iconography of uh, the different peoples of Egypt. Uh, uh, would you happen to see something like this before? Uh, he looks at it and he says, uh, No, I don't believe I've seen that before. Where... Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't remember exactly where we saw this anyway. Um, can someone do a psychology roll on him? <laughs> <laughs> he appears to be telling the truth. Ah, okay. Mm, okay. Waiting for that big surprise moment. Hmm. Like, Is there any chance that someone else on your, on your staff might have more knowledge of these sort of esoteric details um, about specific cults that, that clearly don't rise to the level of, of, of much attention? Uh, well, you could certainly ask any of the staff to do some more research, but again, on the, given that these appear to be more African in origin uh, rather than Egyptian, uh, you may want to find someone more... more uh, Does anyone on your staff have a particular emphasis in the connection between African and Egyptian? Uh, well, in general, generally speaking, the Egyptians and the Africans did, did tend to keep to themselves. Um, yes, there was some invasions back and forth, but uh, uh, certainly, in dealing, if you're talking about the Kikuyu and the Nandi, there would be almost no interaction between them, historically speaking. Um, would it surprise you to, to, to hear that we, we've heard of, uh, accounts that Jack Brady may still be alive? Indeed. Where? We, we heard that he might be in the Far East, um, perhaps in hiding, for he hasn't come forward publicly to declare what has happened. Uh, as I recall, uh, no, the, body, the bodies were discovered, were they not? Can you account for all of them, including Jack Brady's explicit thing? Uh, what was in that handout? I don't believe so. They find... As far as I understood, uh, the newspapers reported 
Remains of at least two dozen expedition members and bearers thought found in several concealed grave sites. Oh. Well, that's, you know how newspapers, they always, uh... Did the uh, authorities ever identify, positively identify any of these bodies as who they were presuming them to be? I would have no knowledge of that. <clears throat> I'm wondering, uh, before we leave today, uh, Speaking at this uh, glorious foundation, uh, if you could give us a tour of uh, the rest of the uh, uh, rooms and architecture here. Oh, certainly. By all means. Let's buy this door. <laughs> which, which door are <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> uh, we do have a number. Of, the entire uh, first floor is devoted to artifacts. Ah. If you would be interested in seeing them. I would be more than happy to spend a little time. Uh, well, of course. While we're here, might as well uh, get a little education while we're uh, out here. Okay. Um, he takes you all out of his office. Leads, leads you all out of his office. Are we attempting to uh, look through the safe at all? Uh, I, I want to get a lay of the land because uh, I think I have an appointment with that coal shoot later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> or at least somebody does. Do you guys recall... Um, I remember we, uh, <coughs> maybe I was just thinking something about this, but I remember something about one of the cults specifically worshipping a certain god. Like, maybe, you know how, like, uh, the Egyptian gods have different, like, oh, heads, like coyote or, and snake yeah. or whatever. Right. Osiris. Was it Osiris? I, I, uh, I'd have to look over. I don't remember that offhand. can't find it. <coughs> to make one small modification. There, actually, in the in the lobby, you actually there was, was a set of stairs leading up. Ah. Apologies. So he will actually take you up uh, a set of. So this is the first floor, and my scale is way off. Oh, interesting. Why? Why is there one there? <laughs> safe. Um, right. So, waiting room, office, desk, table, chairs, stuff, like a rack. So he takes you out and up, and out back into the lobby, up to the, up to the first floor. Flash! Flash! I really love this architecture. Have your uh, great coat on. Oh, you mean flash photography? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Thought you might have meant uh, the other kind of flash. Flash. Well, <laughs> I, I leave that only to ritual ones. On, on ritual nights? Yes. Okay. Okay, so the first floor, as he takes you up the stairs, is a big room, giant room, lots and lots of artifacts here. Not in a jumble. I mean, if, if you think of, um, it's not even as bad as the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's not as bad as that. Lots of stuff, lots of stuff open, lots of stuff in crates, um, lots of stuff on, you know, shelves or, or you know, uh, racks. More storage than it is display. <laughs> this is definitely storage. This is not display. Um... Miss Colston also comes with you. And um, so there's, you know, ton, you know, just literally racks and racks, those, those big pull-out cases with the big drawers, full of pot shards, um, statues of, of um, you know, statues with the, where the nose fell off, because that's the first part that usually falls off. Um, 
he's telling you know, this is third dynasty, fifth dynasty. He's he's giving you the big boring travel log. Um, statues of cats, broken pots, shards, all sorts of things. He's taking you all wandering through there. Okay, very interesting. Is Last. there anything in there that pertains to the Brotherhood of the Black Barrel? Um, well, you're not ex- exactly in a position to just kind of choose, pick and choose, hunt around. Can we ask him? It, the bl- Brotherhood of the Black Barrel? That, that cult is gone. It's, right, no but this is just... all... Oh, I see what you mean. Um, I mean, we've never discovered any articles that uh, have a specific connection. Although, who knows? He holds up a pot chart. This pot could have been pissed in by one of the members of the Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh, and we would never know. No property of... Nothing, right. nothing that would indicate ownership. So, yeah, he's out. Very good. <clears throat> you can also see there's a little tiny elevator. Oh! Mr. Gavigan, where, where does this go? It goes down. Oh, uh, what's downstairs? The ground floor. Ah. Well, I love I love contraptions like this. Mind if I take it? <laughs> An elevator? Yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, I'll meet you downstairs. Uh, it, it's got a key. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Gavigan, uh, I noticed that their uh, elevator is locked. Yes, it is. Uh, You'd mind if I uh, take a, a trip in it? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Does uh, it just go downstairs? Yes. Uh, what? Uh, what seems to be the problem? It's under repairs. Ah, that's why it's locked. Well, very good. <laughs> well, something to check out later. <laughs> so, what's in the side rooms up here? Uh, the side room, the small rooms. When uh, when a scholar comes to visit and wishes to um, more closely uh, view a piece, uh, they take the piece. They go into the different rooms. We lock them in. When they're finished with their investigation, uh, with their dis- with their um, inspection, um, they knock. Actually, there's a, there's also a buzzer, uh, and they are let out. That's to ensure our security as well as their own. Might if I try one? My so guess. those are like lockboxes. Yes, exactly. Cool. Ah, interesting. Although these are locked from the outside, not from the inside. Very interesting. Uh, not much. Do I see anything inside here? Yeah, emptiness. Well, no, no. no. There's the table, 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 chair, so lights, like windows. Camera. Yeah, like a private yeah. study. Camera. Exactly. But it's got a big, you know, it's got a big table, as well as a desk. Table for that. putting stuff on, and then the desk for it. Is there uh, any reason why I'd want to look like uh, all of them? After I don't know. Is, one? is there? If, if you've seen one, have you seen them all? I don't know. Have you seen them all? I'm going to take a look at another one. Okay. It looks uh, the same as this first one. Are you spotted me? <laughs> you don't need to. Okay. <laughs> How many are there? Three. I'm going to go to the last one. Door number three. All right. It's a goat. Anything in there? It's yeah, a goat. There's a dragon in there. <laughs> a dragon. <laughs> it's no, a new there's, car. There's, there's nothing in there. <laughs> Pathway of twisty, windy roads, all looking alive. That's Thank right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Gavigan is droning on and on. He's got, you know, he's giving you, all, giving you all sorts of information that you probably never ever would care to hear again. Okay. <clears throat> okay, we've seen this room. We've seen this room. This is uh, the storage room. What are these over here? Uh, those are files. Ah. Hmm. Ah. Fascinating. <laughs> mm. Can I see? <laughs> This is, uh, so, again, you mentioned that, that uh, so you avenged poor Elias, and so you are here because... Well, we've, we've partially avenged him. What we haven't done is pursued what he was pursuing that got him killed in the first place. I see. To its natural conclusion. So, in his honor, we have taken up that quest and are attempting to answer the unanswered questions. I see. And what are those questions? The ones the police won't ask. Ah, uh, well, yes, of course, there are some things that they prefer not to I'll, dwell upon. Exactly. And I'll cut right to the chase. I believe that the uh, some of these cults are still active. And uh, we're, we're trying to find out more information about them. Um, 
well. I'm sure there are plenty of crackpots in the world that are willing to create a cult that they've read about. I hardly think that qualifies as uh, being a modern equivalent. I, I, I totally, being from uh, New York, I totally understand uh, your idea of crackpots. But, uh, <laughs> the thing uh, is that the, the writings of some of these are clearly, as you yourself would know, not accessible to the masses. These are not commonplace fairy tales that these people would have been told about as children or would have stumbled across in books in their parents' libraries. Yes. They are elusive and secretive and rare, and what we are seeing is that And displaying an intellectual complexity not normally associated with your average right. project. And what we're seeing leads us to believe that they actually are not merely being copied, but are still active. Active in the United States, active in London, active in, in Africa. And, and we are following whatever leads we are able to follow in order to try to flush that out. Well, it's most, uh, most honorable of you to continue this pursuit. And you were one step on that path. Indeed, for us. We also feel that there was a there was a continuity given that um, this cult in New York City had um, the personal writings of a Montgomery Crompton, uh, uh, Montgomery from Crompton. over a hundred years ago. <coughs> I don't believe I recognize the name. We mentioned him downstairs, the <laughs> gentleman who was uh, an English member of the the uh, <coughs> cult of the Black Pharaoh, Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. Well, I believe he um, wrote a book to uh, uh, Life is God. Have you heard of this uh, manuscript? No, I'm afraid not. Well, you can find it at some of New York State's finer public libraries. I'll <laughs> 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 that, That's not actually where you found it. You know? I, uh, yes, okay, okay. That's fine. Dissembles not something. in character, I would say yes, yeah, yeah, but right, I'm right. not overly eager to advertise. I'm. I'm what a, what a beautiful second floor you have here. Uh, can we get a tour on the first floor? Uh, you are on the first floor. Oh. The ground floor. Oh, I'm sorry. What the? Oh. Yeah. Well, let's go upstairs then. You are you are upstairs. <laughs> there are two floors. <laughs> yes. And a basement. Yes. We're on the second floor. You're on the first floor. Oh, can we, we go upstairs? We just, no, they call the second floor the first ah. floor. Upstairs? <laughs> upstairs is first floor. Okay, we're at the top. Yes. We're at the top. We can't go any further. Not up. Go down. Let's go down. <laughs> You're on the ground floor. Can you give us a tour down here? Uh, there are other offices, um, storage room. Your office. Yeah. Basically, just other storage rooms. And uh, what about the basement? <laughs> what would you want? <laughs> <laughs> the boilers. The coal chute. Well, uh, the private ceremonies. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else when you started saying talking about the private. No, no. I'm going to talk to Miss uh, Colson here about uh, setting up a, an appointment later in the week. Um, certainly, sir. When would you like to return? Well, uh, how about uh, day after tomorrow? Day after tomorrow. That would be Friday the 6th, then. Yes. Very well. So, gentlemen, is there anything further that I can uh, help you with? Please, if you do find anything else, uh, I would certainly be... Given the depth of your connections in the field of Egyptology, do you know who would be the corresponding level of expertise for questions of, of African history? Africana, as they say. Um, I can attempt to find out. There might be another resource that uh, we have occasionally used. Um, it's a gentleman by the name of Tufik Al-Sayed, T-E-W-F-I-K, new word, A-L-S-A-Y-E-D, Tufik Al-Sayed. He, um, he acted as a guide on one of our previous expeditions, and uh, I believe he owns a... Uh, a spice shop now. 
in uh, the Bethnal Green area. He might, uh, being being a native Egyptian, he might be able to, he might know of some of the local native population who might be more, uh, might know more about the other connections to Africa. All right, if you can give us reference to that space shop. Um, I, he says, uh, I believe, he gives you very kind of vague directions. He's like, you know, he's not sure exactly where it is now. But he has the name? He has the name, yes. Okay. I'm going to go buy some more photographic film uh, before we head over there, but uh, it's been a pleasure, uh, Mr. Gavigan, uh, to meet you. And you, Mr. Granger. He knows all your names. Yeah. Can't wait to come back and see this place myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you leave. Yes, sir. Okay. Where are you going now? As yeah, after after we leave, I think I need to tell him. I I don't trust him. I, I think he knows more than he's letting on. Uh, he has a sick bed. Yeah. He may even be involved, unfortunately, in this Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. Okay. I think perhaps he played a little bit too dumb and was seemed a little bit eager to dissuade us from its existence. He jumped right to that, didn't he? Oh, it's all dead. All gone. Completely history. So, we may be in some danger if he's associated with this organization. We should take care for the next several days. So what are you going to do now? Well, shall we it's, track it's down? Late afternoon. Well, let's send, let's send Flash back to the hotel. To warn uh, Hank and Etienne, the Boulanger, the Frenchman. Not the Frenchman. Well, the Frenchman. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you might be in yeah. trouble. Be careful. <laughs> and the rest of you? Should we go look up this toothpick? They can t- take the uh, artifacts back. Flash can take the artifacts back and uh, <coughs> that um, card we found with the stumbling tiger one is that in China? That's in yeah. Or in Asia. Yeah. Well, we've got a cab waiting out front. We can just back. drop him back at the hotel. <coughs> yeah, I'm waiting out back. Yeah, I'll come back. Alright, Governor. Okay, so you put you bundle Flash into a cab. Oh, we no, all we'll, get we'll in the cab. We'll go with him. Willie comes in back to the hotel to stop and. Okay, and then you're gonna go off to the spice shop. Yeah. The spice shop is in Bethnal Green, which which is on the map, is off the east of the area. Do you carry salt? (laughs) Actually, Bethnal Green would be north north up here. All right. Um, It's a the the shop. You can find the shop. It takes you. You might have to ask around a little bit, but you can find it no problem. It's a two-story building in an area of more two-story buildings. Kind of, a, it looks. It kind of looks like, well, the shop would be below, and probably his living quarters are on top. That's what a lot of shopkeepers do. Um, it smells very nice as you get closer to the shop. It smells of good spices, good high-quality spices. Marvelous. We if might go we for pepper. <laughs> Something intriguing. Do we have anything in particular we're going to be trying to look for in this guy? Or we just want to see him? What's his name again? Toothpick Al Sayed. Toothpick Al store, there's a little bell that rings as you open the door. Um, so it's kind of an open shop area. There's a cash register, uh, kind of a little island as you go in where the register is and kind of like an area where you would put all your things. There's spice racks all along the walls. There's one set of stairs that then leads up, presumably up to his living quarters. And there's a little there's a little rope across it, but nothing. Do we see any trap doors in the floor? Uh, yes, they're all, every every single square inch of the floor is trapped. We've got trap doors in it. 
Uh, is he alone? That's a good question. Is he alone? Is he alone? Yeah, he's alone. There's actually there's another door uh, on the far side. Presumably that leads back to storage, or it leads to a vampire. Another planet. Yeah. Another planet. It leads to the moon. Oh dear. Can I help you, sirs? Yes, I have to confess that we're not here for spices. We were sent by uh, the director of the Penhu Foundation, Mr. Edward, Edward Gavigan. Ah, yes. Um, why did he? Why would he send you? I, I know the name, but... Well, we've... Uh, why we've, did he not contact me directly? We've acquired some... Not yet. Uh, <laughs> artifacts from Sub-Saharan Africa, and we'd like your help uh, learning more about uh, perhaps where... Where they came from and what yeah. they may mean. Uh, certainly. Uh, and now you sent all the artifacts back. Right. right. Well, have you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, come back, come back. <laughs> well, we could ask him if he yeah. knows anything about the. the yeah. The, have you, have you heard, heard of the, the cult of the bloody tongue uh, or the. Uh, Cult of Black Pharaoh. Brotherhood, Brotherhood of the Black, Black Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Uh, or the Cult of the Sand Fat. Uh, the, f- the first one, the Cult of the Bloody Tongue and of the Sand Fat, I have not heard of before. There used to be a Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh uh, in ancient, uh, ancient times. But uh, as far as I understand, it was, uh, uh, how do you say, stamped out uh, in the past and well, we have reason to believe that it wasn't uh, completely stamped out. Oh? A little over a hundred years ago, there was a man named Montgomery Crompton in, here in London who was a member, and we found some of his writings and uh, other artifacts linked to that cult in New York City in the possession of a, a, this cult of the bloody tongue who, who murdered a friend of ours. Indeed. Uh, you are all Americans, yes? Yes. Well... And, and this Montgomery Crompton, you, well, the present, yes. Uh, and uh, you say this Crompton was a British person. Yes. Uh, forgive me, but uh, are you sure that uh, as Americans you would actually believe what uh, a British person wrote down? <laughs> well, certainly they have oppressed your country as much as they have oppressed mine. Whether we would, by on neutral terms, agree or believe or not, there seems to be evidence that, that those writings have surfaced and may be influencing or, or it might even have been a product of an existing influence in this area of this particular cult. How do you, how do you mean? I mean, do we tell them about the Stringer murders? Yes. I mean, there appear to be a couple dozen deaths here in, in the London area that are consistent with the writings of this particular individual about this cult. Oh, you mean uh, the mur- the recent murders? Yes. Egyptians? Uh, yes, very bad news. Very, very bad. Indeed. Um, so you, you say that you think that this is the work of the modern-day existing uh, Brotherhood of the Black Pharaoh. Uh... I don't, I'm afraid I don't quite follow. Why do you think that the murders are connected with this ancient... Because of the method by which these people have been dying. The uh, beatings and then the single uh, single blow to the heart. Yes. They are completely consistent with the ritualistic slayings described in the writings of this particular man um, about this cult and its practice. Do you, do you have this book? What What is... I've never heard of this before. We have read this book. Do we have this book with us? No, not well. And we're not going to own up to Not it. carrying with... Yeah, you don't I have mean, it with did you. Did we bring you, it to you, England with us? Yes. Okay. You brought everything yes, with you. Yes, but we're not going to say that. Understood. That, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we, uh, but we were able to, to read it. Uh, we were able to obtain it from uh, the, the University Library at Harvard. Indeed. Uh, and what uh, was the title? was, I believe, life as a god. And so you you say this book described the methods 
and could it, well, if given that the book was in the library, could not someone have read the book and decided to copycat, I believe is the word? Well, it was in the special collections and all... Limited access. Uh, yeah, all, all access to this volume uh, would have been logged. There were no... Hmm, indeed. And it was overseas. And these murders are occurring here. Perhaps if it is in uh, the Harvard University Library, perhaps it is available, say, in Oxford or Cambridge? It's in Cambridge. There are no other copies. <laughs> How can you be so sure? Even if it was handwritten, what one, one person could write multiple copies. Okay, I'll give you that. It's possible there are other copies. It is unlikely they are this readily available. Uh, perhaps you, you may... That is perhaps true, yes. I think it's so, more so plausible that there is a, a, what do you call a small group of a cult? Coven? That has all kinds of overtones, but. <laughs> uh, cult clique? A clique. There may be a clique of this particular cult <laughs> operating in this vicinity, if not within London, very nearby. I see. Uh, and what do you propose to do about it? I'm not sure yet. At the moment, we're trying to just gather information so that we are as informed <coughs> as we can be. I see. Um, and it seemed like you would have connections to both historical information and to the population in question that might be uh, well, I mean, it is true that a lot of the victims have all, well, mostly been, all, mostly, I forget, have been the Egyptian. Um, no one I know personally has been affected. Uh, makes a religious gesture. Um, well, if you are, if you are searching, what, I mean, what, to, what are you trying to find in particular? Really, I wasn't entirely clear on this so other than this is the you've one. You've sent everything back. You have nothing to show. Oh, right. At least not right now. It's not to say you can't come back. Right. But. I'm gathering that in this, in, with regard to the, this particular cult, they're really, that, that this is not something that you know much about personally and have, have any uh, particular direction in which to point us. As far as I understood, the cult had been eradicated well in the past. What what might you um, ha, how do we ask him about the the more more African? Have you have you side? heard uh, the name uh, Nyambe? Uh, that sounds like it could be an African. Uh, I believe an African deity. Do you have any information on this deity or uh, help us? Not, I mean, you could do some research in the library. I do not, uh, I'm not aware of, uh, do not remember any things offhand as to what this deity could be. Some sort of spirit, uh, deity, spirit, uh, god, whatever. Are you going to ask him about the tribes that were involved in the Yeah. You, what, what do you know of this uh, Nandi or... Tribe uh, they they, uh, they are some of the biggest tribal groups in uh, that part in the area, Kenya. Uh, mostly, uh, one one of them, I forget which, is supposed to be fairly fierce. The other is fairly peaceful. But, of course, uh, that that's is the, only a generalization. I'm sure there are some peaceful members of the whatever one is warring and right. whatever, and vice versa. identify some African artifacts as well. Uh, African artifacts. Well, I mean, if you wish to show me, I can certainly apply what limited expertise I have. <coughs> uh, otherwise, uh, I can see if there are uh, people in, uh, in the uh, community who might 
be more familiar with some of the these more southern African areas. If you would, we would be we would be happy to uh, hire them as a consultant. Oh, of course. I understand. Very well. Just come back. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we go read up on Yomne? Well, thank you very much for your for your help. We'll uh, come by later in the week. To, of course. To yes. Uh, oh, you'll come back. Okay. That is fine. All right. Off we go. Off we go. Okay. So you're going to do research in the library? Yeah. Okay. Why don't we go ahead and call it here? Okay. Until next time.